Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The new Assassin's Creed has been leaked. Microsoft might not be able to buy Activision in Europe. And 343 has a dumpster fire on their hands known as Halo Infinite. It's all hot garbage on the Gamers 2 podcast. Including your two hosts. (laughs) Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like marble racing. Yeah, apparently, my name's hot, his name's garbage, and we are here at the Frubecca, or whatever the hell the name of that was, Glass uh, Glass Car 2020. Yeah, if you want to see some weird shit, uh, YouTube Glass Car. If you want to see some other weird shit, just hang out with me for a night of randomly clicking on YouTube videos to see where we end up. Nate's got ESPN the Ocho on lockdown. That's the Ocho squared. <laughs> Uh, the shit that shows up. What what were the other thing we oh we were watching darts one night darts. Um, did we do bowling? We didn't do bowling. It was uh billiards. It was uh oh, snooker. Snooker. Yeah, that's right. Snooker showed up. Um, we haven't done cricket yet, but I've been real close multiple times. Yeah, I mean cricket's like a legit sport though. So yeah, true, true. I haven't done bowling yet. But bowling's kind of like in a weird spot. Yeah. I mean, the the marble racing is definitely a new low. I don't know if you're ever going to be able to top marble racing. Cheese wheel racing? The hill thing? Even that makes more sense to me, the marble racing. Everyone wants cheese. You throw it down the hill. They all chase after it. But marbles? But it was marble racing with production. Oh, yeah. There was multiple tracks. Multiple camera angles, tracking shots. Uh, there was some leaderboards, split, leaderboards, split times, uh, full there was commentary, pit crew. There was there, there were scenery changes. There were actual team trucks splits. They had they had uh, splits for the for the races. Um, Multiple backdrops, thousands of marbles, so many marbles, laps. One race was 44 laps. The video that we didn't watch all of, that we skimmed through just to see all of this, was an hour and 37 minutes long. Yeah, it was impressive. It was definitely impressive. Merch store, a subreddit, a Discord. Yep. So if you're a Nitro fan like me, buy a t-shirt. 
I I looked. There was no Nitro T-shirt. Well, this is a travesty. Must he must have retired? Uh, that's what I was thinking as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you got to go out on top, you know. Yeah, glass cracked or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a chip in his shoulder and just couldn't ever recover. <laughs> Get it? Because uh, it would like hurt his aerodynamics. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So if, you know, you have no interest in glass car or racing marbles, uh, which, you know what? I wouldn't blame you. You could also check out new releases. And you won't believe the things I have for you this week, Matt. Number one, who's who for the PC? Who is who? That's, you know what? I've asked myself that every day. Number two, Aliens Fireteam Elite Pathogen Expansion. It's kind of funny that when I got home from work today. Uh, not the bathroom and pathogen one, but the who's who. Uh, my wife kept saying like she was like looking at employees or something like that, and she's like, "Who are you?" And I kept just she kept like saying that like, "Who's this? Who's this?" Like talking to herself, and I kept just going, "Who am I? Who am I?" <laughs> Every time she said that, uh, <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, she she didn't get it. But no, it's fine. no, no, it's fine. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, know. that's all that matters. Number three, back for blood, children of the worm DLC. Number four, Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed. Probe again. Number five, the full release. It's officially here. F1 Manager 2022 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. A lot of people ask me about that game. Just being like, hey, you getting this? You playing this? I was like, listen, I don't have time for video games. If I did, I would play it. When you say a lot of people... Who's a lot of people? And More do, than one. And do they understand what a manager game means? Um, Probably not. Because, like, there's, you know, oh, it's F1 2022. The racing game from Codemasters and EA. That's one thing. Which, if nobody asked you about that when it came out in June... I kind of understand because also nobody knows how that game came out. Yeah. But this one, it's like, do you understand what that actually means to be a manager game? Because that means it's way in over your head. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this game is also, I mean, it could be the marketing, but that they did, but uh, it does seem to have acquired um, a weird amount of attention for the type of game it is. But who am I to judge a game? Hey, he did the thing. Who am I? Uh, number, oh, I scrolled way too far. Number six, O-Orcs or O-R-X for the PC. Not sure. Uh, teen, number seven, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Cowabunga Collection for the PlayStation. Cowabunga indeed. It's pizza time. Mm, pizza. I know that's you know, Spider-Man joke, but. Pizza. Number eight, Tinykin for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number nine, Scathe for the PC. Go leave that a <laughs> scathing review. I <laughs> uh, hate myself. Number ten, Chenzo Club for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And the Switch. Don't know why I stopped myself before reading the Switch. Hating on Nintendo. Number eleven, that's your job. Number 11, The Dragoness, Command of the Flame for the PC. Number 12, Dewey's favorite game on this list. 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R for the PC and for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Mm, weird shenanigans going on there. What shenanigans? Oh, Just cool. the double the double launch? Yeah, with different uh, dates. Yeah. There's that, but also, is that just a like multiverses Smash Bros-style JoJo fighter? That's what I would assume. Interesting. I mean, JoJo is... The, that anime is all about fighting, kind of. So. Okay. Not all about it, but it's big. Hey, whatever you tell me it's about, I will believe you. I mean, it gets wild. The Nazis' vacation in France that they stayed slightly too long about? Yeah. It could be a factor. That would be a weird season of JoJo. Uh, it's a weird fucking show. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Number 14, The Last of Us Part 1, again, for the PC and PlayStation. I will leave the horse to rot. Won't beat it anymore. Yeah, it's not worth it. What is worth it, though, is I wanted to see somebody, one of the review sites, just repost their one from before. Mm-hmm. The very first last of us one, and just post it again. That'd be funny. What What annoyed me was the few things I did see was, like, them sucking it off, being like, it brings the game into the modern era, and it's like... The, 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 the part of me with that, with that specific... With that specific sentence, and I just go, okay. So it's just what? like you care. were too busy figuring no, out if you could. If you could, you never stop to ask yourself if you should. Better, faster, stronger. And then now you just hear the six million dollar man intro. Number fifteen, Lego Brawls for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. And if there's a game I'm more excited about than F1 2022 on this list, it is probably Lego Brawls. I don't know what that is, but if I'm not just having an absolute fist fight with Lego characters, I don't want it. Yeah, like if they did like a um what's the what's the fighting game where it's like uh the goofy like the goofy physics where you're controlling your are you talking yeah. about Gang Beast? Yes. Like yes. a Gang Beast style, but Lego themed. That would be... I would also just take Lego skins and Gang Beast. Like, that would have been yeah. fine for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is this is on the App Store, apparently. Is a fighting game... Uh, oh, it was on Apple Arcade in 2019. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Quite literally. Cannot find a screenshot of what's actually happening. That's not good. Oh, there it is. It is side side combat fighting. And you can like customize some of the characters and stuff with different pieces and whatever. As you should for a Lego, a Lego game. Place, yeah, especially for a Lego game. As you should. What are you feeling? I'm feeling odds. Oh, shocking revelation! I gotta, I gotta keep you on your toes every now and then. Apparently. Otherwise, that question is never relevant. 
I mean, I was at that point where I assumed you were going evens. That's what I mean. And now, so got to flip it for next week. I'll be really confused. I was oh, wait like, till you we... see what I got planned for next week. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I just that. Oh my god! Just had the um, uh, like scientist watching his supervillain or superhero from a far distance in a lab of just. Oh my god. He's actually <laughs> he's doing it. Uh number 1, Sony has acquired Savage Game Studios as the latest addition to PlayStation Studios. Savage Game Studios was founded in the summer of 2020 by veterans with prior experience at Rockstar, Wargaming, Rovio, and Next Games. Sony said Savage is currently working on a new unannounced AAA mobile live service action game. Too many buzzwords. Well, marketing. Fair enough. Savage will be part of the newly formed PlayStation Studios mobile division, which will operate separately from the console business and focus on mobile titles using either new IP or existing PlayStation IP. So let's hope, for the love of God, Last of Us fighting game on mobile doesn't show up soon. (laughs) Last of Us Part 1 on mobile. Oh, hey, def- they're buying people, though. They are. They are buying people. I mean, um, small potatoes, but Herman Hulst did make a point to say that Still this one would be the greatest villain names that doesn't. Yeah, yeah isn't a villain. He's obviously a PlayStation super villain. He, he would fit in with like Xbox's. If they ever did a uh, mudslinging campaign style mm-hmm. strategy. Herman Hulse is just asking for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh he he did make a point though to be like, ah, this the mobile division isn't going to take away from the console division. It's a that's PlayStation essentially diversifying. So That's what I tried to tell my ex girlfriend. Hey, hey. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why. There's just been a I'm lot of I'm just diversifying here. <laughs> you gotta broaden your portfolio. There's been a lot of moments lately where I've wanted to do I, – I attribute those, and I might be doing this wrong, to like Rodney Dangerfield-style jokes of like, that's my ex-wife, and just doing like, yeah. hey, you know, I should call call this hurricane after my ex-wife or, you know, like all that type of stuff. And I don't yeah. know why because, one, haven't had an ex-girlfriend in years. Two, don't have an ex-wife. But it's just – I've just been making those jokes, and I don't know if something's wrong with me if I'm just now old. I don't know. I don't know. I have no human humor anymore because I'm dead inside. That's not true. Uh, number the two, humor part. You're dead inside. Oh, okay, that's fair. I heard you laughing downstairs. We were watching two men participate in the Finnish tradition of getting drunk in your underwear at your own house and just kind of relaxing. Yeah, yeah, looks amazing. Also known as every Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, Rocksteady Studios, the team behind the acclaimed Batman Arkham games and the upcoming Suicide Squad, is launching a new training program to help underrepresented people find a career in games development. Warner Bros. stated that it will offer selected precipitant precipitants. <laughs> they precipitating <laughs> precipitation participants a free twelve week course in various disciplines. The program will offer hybrid training to help people prepare for roles in game design, art, audio, and quality assurance testing. 
they will also learn how to use software such as, software such as Unreal Engine, Jira, and is that Wise or WWise? I don't know. I'm familiar with that one. I'm or, not either. Never heard of that one. It's it's spelled two W's in the front, WWise. So I'm just gonna go with that. Uh, the curriculum. Curric- oh my God! It's one of those nights. One of those nights. Curriculum uh, for the course has been developed as part of a partnership between Rocksteady and NextGen Skills Academy. It's a cool idea for sure. Yeah, I mean, I like it. We're always, always down for doing it. Uh, down for doing it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, it is interesting with with Rocksteady. I wonder. How it's kind of all working, but I, it doesn't really matter internally. I'm just curious of if they're doing this. We still have a game coming out. Are you hiring a new team? Or are you doing it similar to the way Ubisoft did their code learning stuff, where they basically had a couple people pre-record a bunch of stuff and then schedule it? Like, hey, on Friday we're just going to have everybody, whoever's involved, record like the next week's hour-long episode type of thing, mm-hmm. and then just you can schedule releases or you know what are you going to do? I think if I remember correctly, um, they are, the studio is also a a little hands-on as well, offering like, like help them with assistance as far as like teaching and, and, um, shadowing and that type of thing. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of seems like, uh, they, the studio's. I mean, why not do a program like this? You get the good PR. Um, you you can snatch talent exactly. when it shows up. You can develop talent. Like, why not do it? Number three, Facebook Gaming has announced that its app will no longer be active on October 28th. The change will affect both the iOS and Android versions of the program. Within the announcement regarding the app shutting down, the company said that the gaming division will continue to operate. I believe also that you can use like the regular Facebook app in order to navigate yeah. and stuff like that, but you just don't have a separate separate way to view it. Which, from my understanding, for the people that were using it, is a really annoying. That it was separate? No, no, no that it is no longer separate. Because uh, you could just go there without having to you yeah. know, go to Facebook. But Yeah, it seems to be a trend I've noticed that Facebook's doing where... Um... You used to be able to like go on Facebook Marketplace and go on different Facebook pages without logging in, and they're they're they've been slowly but surely restricting that to the point now where like if you want to look at anything Facebook related, you have to log in with an account. Yeah, and it's and it's the same thing for they, Instagram, which obvious for Facebook. obvious reasons. Yep. And um, there was something else who I was thinking of with that, and I can't remember what it is. Oculus. Yeah, Oculus, obviously, but it's just like there's there's dumb things like also I like I still have my Facebook account active and I have Facebook messages that people have sent me and I can't view them because I refuse to install the Facebook Messenger app, but they won't let you. You can't you used to be able to. Yeah, which you can't anymore. It won't let you look at any of your messages without using the Facebook Messenger app, which I'm just like, well. Hope it's not anything important, people. Yeah, because like when I had 
deactivated my Facebook account. They're like, you can still use Messenger. Like, you log in with your Facebook account, but you don't actually have to use Facebook. And I'm like, no one's messaging me that I give a shit. Yeah. If you can't, if you weren't talking to me outside of Facebook, we weren't talking to begin with. Mm-hmm. Still one of the best decisions I made. Yeah. It's definitely a solid decision. I mean, the, the annoying thing, though, is that with I, Facebook specifically, is a lot of a lot of businesses and a lot of like sales like uh you know yeah can happen have have yep. moved to facebook so like if you want like craigslist isn't really used anymore no your facebook market if you want to do any and... sort of local you know shopping you have to go through facebook marketplace there are times for sure that i have reactivated it mm-hmm. whether i've needed to find somebody i've needed to find information find somebody sounds bad but it's didn't listen live your life uh, <laughs> don't ask questions uh whether i've had to do that or like coming up for volleyball i know that we've had a facebook group because i was initially in it yeah before i deleted my account but nobody's texting me yet to tell me when it's happening so i'm like i'm tempted in the next week or so to have to like reactivate and just see if somebody puts something there for when we start up again mm-hmm. um but then it's immediately just gonna be me deactivating right after i find whatever i want because i'm like absolutely not am i keeping this around yeah but then there are times where your wife, my other friends, oh, yeah, I forgot to invite you because you don't have Facebook. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I mean, I don't really care. It's, it's, the, that was, I think the joke part, partially with uh, Aiden's birthday mm-hmm. was like, oh, I didn't, completely forgot to invite you because, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I mean, if you hadn't invited me, I also have just been like, okay. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't, I wasn't bent out of shape about any part of it. It was just the, like, it'd be it'd be nice. I I thought for a, uh, there was a hot hot minute there when I thought that we were getting away from Facebook, but I feel like the claws are in so deep now that if, if it's going to be a lot more painful of a transition and something far superior is going to have to come along. Yes, it, the hooks are for sure in, and if you don't have a, <laughs> so here's the joke for me, right? My group of friends, which is not many majority of us either will talk over everything else yeah i'll either message people over discord snap text messaging whatever it needs to be but we don't talk on facebook yeah to that to this day even when we all had it or you know when i had it we didn't talk on there anyway yeah like i wasn't messaging you on on facebook yeah the only people that ever talked to me on facebook was people who like didn't have my cell phone number or my mom which I broke her of the habit, so. Yeah. Anyways. So, unless you have enough. Sorry, I need, I need no, it's to, all right. I need to take a sip. Um, unless you have a enough people that are willing, you know, quote, willing to accept that you want to meet, move away from it. Mm-hmm. And be like, listen, it's done. Yeah. That's it. But I know that for, you know, for some people that they're. Their text solution is Messenger. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just don't use Messenger. And they're like, we've always used it. I'm like, okay, so you have a bad habit, whatever. But hey, yeah. it works for them. Live your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just will never, ever, ever, ever permanently return to that place. It's evil. I will use it to get information and then run away. Um, Number four. NetEase has acquired French developer Quantic Dream for an undisclosed sum. 
The studio will continue to operate independently. Under the full ownership of NetEase, the developer becomes the Chinese giant's first studio in Europe and a key part of its new parent's global expansion strategy. Quantic Dream also has a foothold in Montreal, having opened a studio there last year. The studio is best known for titles such as Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls. It is currently developing uh, or currently working on Star Wars Eclipse. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> as, as with any project that's currently Star Wars. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm kind of surprised. I guess I'm not surprised by NetEase, buy- NetEase buying another developer. I just kind of assumed that, like, I just kind of assumed that if anyone was going to buy them, it was going to be Sony. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. The, I, if we were putting odds down, I would have had Sony as the favorite. I mean, it kind of. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Makes sense. All three of those games that are listed were Sony exclusives initially. Exactly. That's where, which is where you would have put the money down. Yeah. But it also makes sense of Netties just buying because Netties. Yeah, Netties. Global expansion. Speaking of Sony, though, number five, Sony Interactive Entertainment and Six Joy Hong Kong, a subsidiary of Tencent, have acquired new shares in Japanese studio from software. Six Joy, Tencent, has bought 16.25% of shares in the Dark Souls developer, while Sony has taken a 14.09% stake. Fucking, of course they did. Of course they took a 0.09 stake. (laughs) FromSoft's parent company, Katakawa, Corporation will retain the remaining 69.66% of shares. The company said that it chose to allocate shares to Tencent because of its efforts to promote, quote, media or media, media mix strategy targeting the Chinese market, end quote, and highlighting the firm's capabilities to develop and deploy mobile games and other network technologies, which it hopes to levy to increase from software's user base, which means from software is looking at the mobile market. Doing the old man behind the tree meme. Yep. Exactly. I, I had the same thought where I was like, mm, that forbidden fruit got, got you tempting. <laughs> I like the idea of, just, <laughs> of the mobile market being forbidden fruit. <laughs> uh, it's true, though. It kind of is. <laughs> Once you bite it. It corrupts you. You're That's it. Fucking Eve. <laughs> God damn it, Eve. Give me back my rib. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Can you be agnostic and also make Adam and Eve? Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's like fables, you know? It's just a story. Yeah. <laughs> Random, right of theological jabs and questions. Don't mind us. It's fascinating. Religion is fascinating. It is fascinating. It is fascinating because... Uh, it's fascinating currently for all the wrong reasons. Oh, yeah. It's fascinating historically for a lot of wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But there are some interesting ones. There's never, first off, there's never a good reason it's fascinating, if we're being honest. No, no. I mean, I, it's the very time, the only time it's good fascinating is when literally it's getting formed. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly kind of it. How, how it like became such a thing. And then the moment that it's semi established, not even fully established, semi established. It's Death. ruined. Yeah. Immediately Just ruined. Chaos. Yeah, good stuff. Good. This stuff. guy told me to go kill my son on a mountain. Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. He was testing me. You think the guy 
that can do whatever he wants and just create anything at every given point is going to test you by killing yourself. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Power to you. <laughs> uh, let's I'll tell you what. Here. I'm going to get bored in a plague of locusts and then take lamb's blood and smear it on your... Ah, just... Yeah. yeah. Firstborn. Firstborn. What, son? Firstborn. Sorry. Gone. Not even that doesn't even discuss the Mormon thing of looking at a bag of tablets and then being the only person to read you know, like modern attempted creation and religions, which are essentially cults. They're all just without the suicide. They're all cults. It's just craziness. Speaking of cults, cult of <laughs> <laughs> Good game, I guess. Yeah, apparently it got a lot of good reviews and a lot mm-hmm. of people really liked it. Did you play it or no? No, I didn't play it. It's not on Game Pass, is it? No, it's not, but it's. I don't think it's also a game I would enjoy. I think it's one where I would enjoy watching it. Like, I enjoy watching somebody kind of do Binding of Isaac, mm-hmm. but I don't enjoy playing It's not like Binding of Isaac, though. That's the kind of thing that shocked me that... But it... But it so, it isn't, isn't. Like, when you go to do, like, a dungeon, it's that kind of, like, you know, combat Yeah, but apparently or, it's really easy. Apparently. Yeah, it's not the difficulty scale of that, sure. Yeah. I just mean, like, there's a lot of times where even doing those, like some of that dungeon crawl stuff. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy enter the gungeon, but only for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the idea is that like, they basically built it to like the least common denominator. So like it has a lot of these mechanics that we associate with more hardcore games, True. but they're not, yeah, they're, they're not watered down for the mainstream. Which... But Hey, every now and then, sure. If I was going to do it, would you get in the, would I name you as one of my followers? Of course. Would I make you eat poop? You bet your ass I would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it is. And then he'd probably murder me and then, you know. If I could resurrect you, me just to do say, it all over I, again. If I could do exactly that, murder you, resurrect you, and then just round two, you would never die except for about the five minutes where you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be eating shit and dying. <laughs> Duke Nukem, Rinse Duke, repeat. A Duke Nukem uh, enemy's life. <laughs> Eat shit and die. Um, number six. Strategy studio Dire Wolf Digital has acquired Cortex, a tabletop role-playing games business owned by Fandom. Uh, Cortex is made by the creators of D&D Beyond and gives players the tools to build their own customized stories, worlds, and characters with a set of rules similar to Dungeons & Dragons. As part of the deal, Direwolf Digital will also acquire Tales of Ex- Exia, Exa- Ex- Exadia. I'm going to say Zadia. Zadia. All right. I, I also thought you were going for Exima at first. Maybe I don't know, but uh, the Dragon Prince role-playing game based on the Netflix series The Dragon Prince. So this whatever this fandom company is, which sounds semi-familiar. Apparently, they're trying to get out of the tabletop RPG game, like the tabletop RPG industry, if that is such a thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. D&D Beyond is a pretty good tool, so. Yeah. I don't know if it'll really... Here's the thing. I haven't heard of Dragon Prince. I've only heard of it because I've come across it on Netflix. Okay. So maybe there is an audience that cares about that. Um, just hopefully that, you know, the Dire Wolf thing doesn't really change too much for Cortex. Well, that's kind of the funny thing is the um, they wanted Cortex, it sounds like. And to get it, they had to also buy 
dragon, the dragon yeah. prince thing. So I think I guess like court like Cortex sounds cool. Yeah. If you're a if you're a uh DM, it's probably a great tool. Yeah. If you're me who's kind of just burned on D and D, you don't uh don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like D and D is at some well, I mean it, it kinda had like a uh resurgence of sorts. Oh, over the pandemic. Well, over the pandemic, it definitely did because people were playing online. Yeah, yeah. and like people, there's still a bunch of people that play, and a lot of people that like playing and everything like that. Yeah, but I've I've reached my breaking point, I think, for other reasons, and I need to fall step away. Dead albatross. Oh yeah, didn't I? I had it. It was already connected in my brain. (laughs) Everywhere I go, I see that fucking bird. Uh, Number seven, a team of Riot Games veterans have launched Sprocket Games, which announced that it has landed $5 million in seed funding. The studio said it is making a cross-platform social adventure game that will make use of the team's prior experience with online multiplayer titles like League of Legends, excuse me, Valorant, and EVE Online. What? Sprocket is also pitching itself as a progressive studio, quote, that enables and encourages employees to bring their whole selves to work, end quote. That, uh, with healthcare covering the needs of transgender and non-binary people. Uh, I know what they mean, but it's just so funny to me to hear them say to bring their whole selves to work. Mm -hmm. Again, I understand what they mean, but all I can picture is that people are only walking in with like half of like one leg. Be, but the, because they chose to, not mm-hmm. because it's like they haven't amputated or anything. They're just like, I'm not bringing my left leg today. Fuck I don't me. feel like it. I never liked it in the first place. It, it if anything, it hampered me. <laughs> I immediately went to furries for some reason. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, bring your whole self, and they're like, so oh, you're just been... picturing people sitting in their full furry suit, just mm-hmm. coating away. Yep. That would get hot. Oh yeah. Uh, hot and weird. It's also funny that they mentioned Eve Online in their experience when they're like, "Yeah, you know, League and Valorant, and then Eve Online." And I'm like, one of those things <laughs> <laughs> is not like the other. Uh, just mash that game up, and what do you get? Uh, a spreadsheet shooter MOBA. <laughs> I don't even like. I can't even picture what that looked like. I can picture a shooter MOBA, because it's basically you just take all the people that don't shoot out of League. There you go. Yeah. Put it on a non-fantasy map and put it in, like, a school. Mm-hmm. Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a minute. Oh. And then spreadsheets, because you have to figure out the police budget to not go into the building. Oh, my God. All right. Am I going too far? There it is. Can't expend the bullets. We don't have that type of income. Uh, oh, I got to read the big boy. Chonk. <laughs> Chonk news. Uh, number eight. The Competition and Markets Authority, in a phase one ruling, has decided that Microsoft's record-breaking acquisition of Activision Blizzard may affect competition within the U.K., As a result, the deal is expected to be referred for an in-depth Phase 2 investigation unless both 
Microsoft and Activision, quote, offer acceptable undertakings to address these competition concerns, end quote. The UK regulator concluded that the completion of the merger could affect competition in two ways. The first being the deal could see Microsoft withholding or degrading Activision Blizzard's content from other consoles or subscription services. And number two being Microsoft could leverage its broader ecosystem together with Activision's catalog to raise barriers to entry and foreclose rivals in cloud gaming services. The ruling also highlights that Microsoft having control over franchises such as Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush may result in the firm, quote, harming consumers by impairing Sony's, Microsoft's closest, closest gaming rival, ability to compete, end quote. Activism Blizzard has shared a letter sent to all employees by CEO Bobby Kotick commenting on the CMA's decision. Kotick said the company still expects the deal to go through by the end of Microsoft's fiscal year, which would be June 30th, 2023, adding that the acquisition has, quote, already received approvals from a couple of countries, end quote, and the process with other regulators is, quote, generally moving along as we expected, end quote. And as a small addendum, uh, Phil Spencer did reiterate publicly that they, they, well, I think the idea was they signed a letter that they sent to Sony basically saying, we will promise to keep Call of Duty on Sony PlayStation for several years outside of our already agreed to contract. So they're, you know, here's, here's always, again, we we're beating a dead horse on this, on this story. Yeah. The ruling is also highlighted that Microsoft having control over franchises such as Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush may result in the firm harming uh, consumers by impairing Sony's. No, false. One of those franchises. Sony has absolutely no say in World of Warcraft currently or Candy Crush. I think that one is. Regardless um, of the purchase. Those are just the three biggest money makers sitting in ABK's account. But the two of those three literally don't affect Sony regardless of what happens. No. I mean, I think they're just kind of like lumping it all together. Yeah. Which they're... is kind of the problem. Because like the first two points make more sense. Like when they say, when they refer to cloud gaming services. Again, hysterical. And um, because, well, because is that, think about it. Well, what? we're gonna, we're going to be on opposite sides of the spectrum. No, we're not. Here again. We're going to be right on the same side. Who's their Who's their comp- competition in cloud gaming? Actual cloud gaming. I don't do that. Is there competition? There you go. So problem I mean, solved. I mean, that's what. But that that's the point they're making, though. It's like right, but there's already not a competition. So yeah, so you why can't, you can't make one out of thin air and say you're going to damage the competition when there already isn't one? Because but this your competition is, would be Stadia. This is the UK, though. So, like, if if you're going by those standards, then they definitely won't let them. They will not approve the merger because. But then their logic is flawed. It's not flawed. Yes, it is. It's not all right. You're you're thinking U.S. 
mindset. UK I'm mindset. Logic. UK mindset. There's no lot. Well, <laughs> there's no logic. Logic, I guess, it depends on your point of view. Because I guess if you say is it doesn't exist, there's nothing to protect. But their point of view is the barrier to entry. Like they they want competition to be able to be able to happen, even if there is none currently. Right. So to that to that event, mm-hmm. I would propose to them this situation: your comp- your competitors that Microsoft steamrolled over that came out first was Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. Cool. Stadia is crushed because one, it sucks. It's not even a matter of the the issue for me when it comes to the cloud gaming. Like this is just a cloud gaming argument. This isn't even like a production of competition argument. Yeah, is no one else spare Nvidia and GeForce and GeForce Now? They're the only other ones that actually have a reasonable like latency play time where it's understandable. Like where yeah, you can, which I wouldn't even say it's a competitor because it's it's not. It's not none actual, of it's exclusive. It's just kind exactly. of there. But I mean, like that's the other actual cloud gaming like works a hundred percent does mm-hmm. what it should. Yeah, Stadia doesn't and it never has. Luna's the other option, and it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's just not anywhere near as good. Mm-hmm. So. What's the, what is it, Matt? I, I again, I get it. You're you're correct, and they're prevent. They're trying to not prevent another not, player from sh- right. They want to have. They're not trying else. to stifle. Yeah, they want to have somebody else be able to show up to the competition. The issue is, there's already not going to be some. The people you want to show up are already there. Mm-hmm. Sony is clearly not bothering because they should have tried two years ago, and they've had the technology. They literally bought the ones that have done it. And then they sandbagged all of it. And they are on record is saying they don't see it that way going forward. Mm-hmm. So what the hell do they give a shit then? If you don't, if you're Sony and you don't think that's a way forward, are you really trying to stop your competition from putting all the resources into it? Because either A, you're lying to yourself, or B, you actually believe it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird because, like, if you go by their, their standards... They can't agree to the merger, but they can't really go by their standards either because of the argument you're making, essentially, to where it's like there's no reason not to, especially considering Microsoft's approach is not one, not one that their, their, their general approach has not been to hurt the consumer, which is what they care about. Yeah, they're they're saying we want to put all of our our stuff on everything, right? Which is they would literally consumer friendly. They would literally, I I would not be surprised if they wanted to just like drop grenades on any of these committees and be like, I'm going to put Game Pass on. I want to put Game Pass on PlayStation, but they won't let me. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I want to still share all these things, but they're being bitches about it. Mm-hmm. And then they then you just watch the comp- the committee slowly like, turn over and they're like, is. Is that true? Are you guys stifling competition because you won't let them? It's in here. Okay. Like you won't let them have have fun on your console, and they're like, "That's not, that's not what." No. <laughs> it's like that's what it sounds like. Actually, it sounds a lot like you guys are trying to be anti competitive. No, no. <laughs> Which uh, there's a story that we will get to later that actually uh, reinforces. Um, Microsoft's consumer friendly approach. Can more I don't want to I don't want to say oh yeah Microsoft nice company loves you. They, no, that's they, not the case. But they are still, more you're still more consumer friendly. Yes. And I think this is the other part where it comes from for me and having this support of Microsoft and the vitriol of PlayStation. PlayStation still does very very good things when they make very good games. Mm-hmm. Microsoft hasn't really made a good game in a long time. No. But here's the issue. Sony shoots themselves in the foot by opening their mouth consistently. Microsoft has Phil Spencer, which makes everything better. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of true, though. It's, so it's, it's every time Sony opens their mouth, it's the equivalent of the younger sibling complaining that the older sibling, like, every time they see somebody take a cookie, they're like, he took a cookie out of the cookie jar. And you're like, guys, you could you could have also taken a cookie. You you you're just as capable as I am of taking a cookie. The way I see it is like then, Sony doesn't. Sony's like an old Japanese man, <laughs> and they've done the same. His his family they are has run the same hot springs. 
for a thousand years. I was gonna say, they and they've are, always done things the same way. I was gonna say they are the uncle from Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, where they refused to bend the rules in order to make things work. Exactly, and, and then he got young whippersnapper Microsoft coming and being like, "We got all these good ideas." He's like, "There's we're only- gonna bring the internet to the hot springs. We're gonna put Wi-Fi in, and we're gonna let all the people stream shit while they're sitting in their hot tubs." And blah, 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 they're For hot. a better user experience, we'll have high speeds. You'll have more people here. Yep. It'll be a great yep. thing. You'll make a lot more money. We'll have life. we'll have fountain soda. And then there's just <laughs> there's just that moment where Sony's like, but that's not what it's about. Exactly. And Microsoft's like, you're crazy. And Sony's like, that's not how we do it in the ancient Japanese hot springs. Yeah. <laughs> and so what you would end up with is the one ancient Japanese hot spring, and next to it is the megaplex of Japanese hot springs. <laughs> exactly. Japanese Hot Springs X with just a bunch of RGB lights everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Glad we could summarize that for you. And basically like the you've seen the karaoke rooms, right? Yeah. To know what I'm what I'm gonna reference where it's a room that's about this size or smaller, depending on the party size. But they're like soundproof booths essentially mm-hmm. that you can go in and sing karaoke in. Yeah. It's that, but hot springs. Exactly. You have your own personal hot spring. You go in and yep. have a group and yep. listen to music. It's all electronic. You want to order some food, you tap, tap, yep. tap on the on the pad. And... Waiter, waitress brings it in. And... Mm-hmm. Which that brings me to uh, the karaoke thing specifically. There was a clip uh, from Twitter that I don't know if somebody was like live streaming them on a date in a karaoke booth or whatever. But the guy is singing. Um... Oh, my God. Why am I... I'm blanking on the name of the System of a Down song. Uh, Chop Suey? Yes. He's singing Chop Suey. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? No. He's singing Chop Suey, and the waitress is bringing their food in. Uh-huh. And he doesn't stop. So he's in the middle of the drop where he's screaming, and then, and his girlfriend or whatever she is is just sitting there and like... Had had in her hand, <laughs> like I can't believe this is happening right now because he is rocking out. Oh yeah, and she's and she's like tucked in, you know, dropping off food, and she's <laughs> she's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's just hysterical to watch. Like, thank you, please leave, please yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, just like I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, great. And he's just he's rocking out, having a good time. Can't blame him. Number nine, Riot Games has announced a partnership with charity. Take this. To support the mental health of players and content creators, which is a weird name when you think about it. Take this. Take this help and like it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Riot provided Take This with a grant leading to the creation of a program designed to give casual and professional streamers practical tools to support their own well-being. Several modules will be released, developed by Take This Take This's clinical experts, Dr. Kelly Dunlap and Dr. Rafael Bacamazo. Bocamazo, I like. I I love that last name. (laughs) Got some pizzazz to it. Anyway, with the first already available on Take This's website. And focusing on the topic of burnout in content creation. The partnership between Riot and Take This will also take the form of six panel discussions focusing on mental health in marginalized communities, particularly Black, Latin, Indigenous, Trans, East Asian, and South and Southeast Asian identities. The first video dedicated to the experience of Black communities is already available on YouTube. Riot trying to whatever they can to 
yeah. make you forget about their past. Yep. Yupper doodles. Don't look in the closet. Just a lot of weird skeletons. The old skeleton in the closets. As per tradition, the next Assassin's Creed game has leaked. And it looks like rumors and leaks from earlier are, in fact, true. Assassin's Creed Mirage, which will be the next entry in the long-running series by Ubisoft, uh, will return... Okay, that's a weird sentence. I don't know why I wrote it that way. It will be returning to series basics. Uh, doing away with most of the role-playing game mechanics introduced in the most recent entries in the series. In a new video shared by Jonathan, who proved to be quite reliable regarding AC series leaks, revealed some new details on the game that was previously known as Assassin's Creed Rift. Um, the game will star Bassam as his youth, in his youth, uh, and will be set between 860 and 870 in Baghdad. Uh, with the return to the basics uh, that will include removal of mechanics like dialogue choices gender selection and leveling systems generally just to be clear when I hear we're returning to the basics not the first three things I thought we were ripping out no dude we're going straight back to action uh, I don't even know what are they called action adventure adventure can't wait to run around Jerusalem again yep Nailed it. Uh, Generally, gameplay will be different from that of AC Valhalla and with new animations. Interestingly, it seems like Assassin's Creed Mirage won't be the only entry in the series to release in the near future. According to Jonathan, Ubisoft is working on a remake of the original Assassin's Creed, which will reuse a large part of the assets of Mirage and the upcoming Infinity, and that will be integrated into Season Pass. I am so annoyed. Keep going. Confused? No, annoyed. Official announcements are expected to be made on September 10th during the Ubisoft Forward event. I'm annoyed because they're making this confusing for anybody else. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, and hey, and it's Mirage. an excuse. Mirage is clearly an excuse because Infinite, or what's it called? Infinity? Infinity. Infinity is not ready, won't be ready, and they are like, we need to have something. So they are literally slapping together Mirage, and the only reason why they're stripping out all these systems is so they don't have to fucking make them. So they're just like, strip it all out, just make it like a 15-hour action-adventure game, and we'll just tell them, we'll just, we'll, we'll say it's a feature and not a bug. Yeah, we'll move that, all <laughs> that work into in- Infinity. Yep. It's all a those feature. things will immediately be back in Infinity when they can say, oh, we heard you, we put it all back in. It's like, yeah. you never took it out. You sons of bitches. They're going to be like, it's a feature. It's like the first game. You just run around and collect things. Which then, oh, cool. If there's actually true that they're working on a remake of the original Assassin's Creed, which, cool, I would I would like that. Just to, yeah. like, if they... I would a, take a remake. Full. Mirage would be cool if it did go back to the roots and, like, it wasn't straight up, like, fighting. It was like you had to be stealthy, and it would punish you if you were not stealthy. Mirage would be an awesome name for something where Basim is in the Animus reliving AC1. Yeah. Because he's using Altair's memories in order to figure out where something is. That is a good idea. So you get to play all of As- <laughs> All of Asim. You get to play all of Assassin's Creed 1, upscaled, like redone, 
into this all these new engines and it's just called mirage only because instead of playing desmond you're playing basim reliving it all yeah that's why it's a mirage like okay cool that's all fine and then you lead into infinity yeah but nope we're gonna make this way harder and stupider than we could because our name is ubisoft and we are french there so i gotta say dude if they if all right so they have skull and bones coming out which obviously looks like hot garbage and also to be fair so before you continue in shitting yeah. on them because i want you to continue on shitting on them <laughs> but they the remake of assassin's creed which will be which will reuse a large part of the assets of mirage which therefore means it should come out after mirage and reuse assets from infinity which means it comes out after infinity also also means that it will be integrated into a season pass which means the battle pass for infinity at a later date what the i oh my guess is that uh my idea makes so much more sense just use that i mean my assumption is that they they took a ton of valhalla assets and are reusing those to make infinite and then like modifying them i think that mixed with odyssey yep and then they also are developing new stuff for it as well and then they're like we need something so they're like let's take some of the new stuff we made and we'll make assassin's creed mirage and then like anything that we have to develop for assassin's creed mirage will feed back into infinite and then we'll use all of that. Like, they're, like, they building have, a library, essentially, and using bits and pieces. Right. But they're building a library while trying to write a novel. Yes. Yeah. Um. Well, what I was going to say real quick is that uh, they have Skull and Bones coming out, which obviously looks terrible, was in development hell, and is, if it has a 3% chance of being a good game. Out of? A hundred percent. Okay. Just, just making sure. <laughs> I'm just giving it I feel like three percent is generous. Which which I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. This might surprise you. I would give it a higher percent chance. I would too. I mean I'm exaggerating. I would but, say legitimately it probably has like a thirty percent chance of being a good game. What do you think? Because it should be out in the next two months. Mm-hmm. Should be. Should be. If if we predict this review score now, what do we think it is? Not the the critic review score, not the user review score. Um I'm gonna go with I think uh, the general critical review score would be like a five. Or a six, maybe. My range would be four to six. Because my assumption is, based on what we've seen critical reviews of previous games that were in rough shape, they give them the benefit of the doubt. Minus five and a half to six and a half. Yeah. They always give them the benefit of the doubt. So, like, they'll say it's a six, when really they should probably give it a four, and then when you get the user scores, it'll be like a three. Yeah. Yep. Um... All right, so they have Skull and Bones coming out. It's not going to be good. And then this Assassin's Creed stuff sounds like a nightmare. And I feel like Ubisoft's already kind of in a bad position. Division. Yeah. 
they're more, already more bad decisions. They're already they're already in a bad position. If they Skull and Bones comes out, it does terrible. Everyone kind of expected that. Yes, I think so. Everyone will be like, "Well, that's not good," but whatever. The, it's the, and then it's the balls on them to continue it. Yeah, and then Assassin's and, Creed and a show on HBO. If Assassin's Creed comes out, whichever one comes out, and it doesn't do well, they're gonna be like, "There's gonna be fucking blood in the water." At that point, like they're gonna, I feel like almost obligated to sell. There, there should already be blood in the water. Like everybody should be staring at them, going. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? You're seconds away. Let's see if you save yourself or if you become available for $3 million. I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. And I wouldn't, I think it would be, it would be sad in a way, obviously nostalgia or whatever, but it would be interesting is if they, if they got to the point where, you know, whatever investor nonsense happens, whatever happens to where like the Guimau family has to bow out, bow out. If they if they sell off chunks of Ubisoft, like if it becomes defunct, like studios or IPs, or yeah, like if it becomes essentially defunct and they they start selling chunks off, like the Gima family keeps like a couple studios, and essentially Ubisoft continues on as like a God, small. That would be a terrible idea. But then, like you know, whoever buys Assassin's Creed, whoever buys Division, whoever yeah. buys like. If they just got split up, it's Tom Clancy. Yeah, which is that's the issue with the division. Yeah, is it's a Tom Clancy thing, so the Tom Clancy estate gets to say in a lot of that stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. But um, if if they're selling off Tom Clancy, you know, rights or whatever, and the the family or the the estate is, if they get a cut, they're gonna be like, yeah, whatever, we'll take it. Well, they they'd get a cut. It would just be a matter of, um, like. Essentially, them probably saying because they they technically probably paid for the li- the license. Yeah, and they probably get royalties. I'm sure. Yeah, but I mean the I'm sure Ubisoft paid them for the license then royalties. So if they just broke off the thing, it would be like you can go take a, a Tom Clancy game to whoever you want to go talk to. Yeah, like you you have the studios here that are doing that, but like we're not gonna have them anymore. Um, I would. It's just food for thought that like that could. I mean, that's not outside the realm of possibility based My, on how how things are going in the industry. My $5 bet. Yeah. Ubisoft is sold within a year from right now. Yeah. I mean, odds are, I, I think it's going to be, a, I, it's not going to, it's going to be like a Chinese company. It's going to be 10 cent or NetEase or someone's going to come in and be like, Hey, we want, we want to buy this for a stupid amount of money. I got, I got money on, uh, Embracer. I got like, I, I mean, it would be funny. It'd be like part of the meme, I guess, that we have for Embracer. But like, it would. But they also already have like a a strong European purchase. Yeah, that's true. But that's a lot. Of, like they've spent a lot of money. Like what? Yeah, it's got to stop at some point. You know what I mean? Ubisoft's gonna go for less than half of what Bethesda went for. Yeah, it's gonna go for like three million, three billion. Yeah, it's plummeting. So, I mean, I especially think... if they do a split sale like that. Yeah. Uh, EA's looking to get sold, so I could see EA being bought by Netties or Tencent first. Yeah, that's and true. Ubisoft getting bought by Amazon. That's that's or you know what would be interesting because as much as Amazon would love to own EA, and they could try to own both. They could 
a hundred percent buy both of them. Uh, but, but based on the trends that Amazon's setting for games they're interested in, Ubisoft, Ubisoft would make more sense. sense. The only other player that I think would be Amazon or EA is just easy because if you're Amazon, you go, oh, we have Twitch and microtransactions are kind of our thing. Mm-hmm. EA. There's two other dark horse um, picks for grabbing Ubisoft. Oh, oh, all right. Warner Brothers. Which would be interesting given their current track record yes. of, of attempting to jump in. Yes. And Disney. Also true. Yeah. Both both definitions of Dark Horse. Yeah. <laughs> but with uh, both reasons to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we work in the industry. <laughs> There's sometimes when we like have these conversations though where I'm like we kind of we know Enough. too much like <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's the mix of we know too much and then at the same time where it's like now that i've said something mm-hmm. it's gonna happen yeah and it's just well you, the trick is you gotta say multiple things so then it's like it's gotta, it's gotta figure itself out yeah but it's always the way that like what you know the whole joke of do i control the universe or not when i speak something into existence yeah and it's just like do, do we really want that yeah, we'll, be... we'll see. Yeah, I don't know if I've see. cursed this yet, because I think that's a pretty obvious one. Uh, number 11, after a leak revealed Xbox Game Pass friends and family branding over the weekend, Microsoft has gone official with its new plan and revealed its pricing in Ireland and Colombia, the two largest markets. The new subscription <laughs> will, <laughs> will allow Xbox Game Pass members to share up to four other friends or family members at 22 euros per month in Ireland, which would be 22 US. Hey, we're one to one. 22 US in, the, wow, 22 American dollars in the US. Microsoft isn't restricting this new Game Pass plan just to family members. And the only restriction is that people who are added to the friends and family plan need to be in the same country. That's pretty, that's pretty lax restrictions. Yeah. I guess it makes up for the friends, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Microsoft is currently testing this new Xbox Game Pass friends and family plan in Ireland and Colombia, as I said fucking three sentences ago, with more regions possibly being added next month. Switching to the plan does mean adjusting the time remaining on your previous plan, and Microsoft will perform a conversion to the friends and family plan. So, hey, you got friends and family that all want to go in like you guys all share Spotify and Netflix accounts? Boom, Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, that would be four people. Four people. Five bucks a month, roughly. Five, yeah, a little over five, five bucks a month. Five fifty specifically? Yeah, the the the, the gas in which, from... In which version is that? I'm pretty sure it's just the ultimate tier. Like which, the top tier. Which, if that is the top tier, mm-hmm. which is normally 15 a month, period, mm-hmm. why on... This earth, would you not buy that? Oh, I could knock my price down to a third of what I pay right now. I just have to find three other people that also like to yeah. play games. Yeah, I'm going to watch this one a little bit, see what, what actually is the deal with this. But um, the assumption is that it's it's $22 in Ireland, which Europe, the euro and the U.S. dollar have a one-to-one conversion right now. But the assumption is that in the U.S. it will be $25. Which is whatever. That's but. still cheaper. Yep. If you found if you had four people 
paying for ultimate individually. Right, so if it's not if it's not ultimate and it's just it's just Game Pass, I'm out. What's what's Game Pass now a month? I wanted to say ten. So it's still a good deal, but it's it's not. still a good deal. But I want ultimate. Yeah, because I want the PC part of it, and this doesn't include that, I believe. If you, unless you're ultimate. Yeah. All right, we'll have to see. Just got just got leaked, announced, whatever. So there's there's a chance that's an amazing deal. There is. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because I, like that's been a, Microsoft's whole mo is like they just want more, market more share. They just want people. Yeah. I mean, how many times do they run a dollar a month deal? It's too much because I paid one dollar for three months. <laughs> yeah, it's still and my uh, my deal runs out in like mid September. Which you'll probably come across another one by then. So oh, I'm just gonna unsub and then by November I will have a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I talked to the one guy at work, and him and I will you know discuss games or whatever. He's the one I discuss F one with, and I'm like, yeah, I just sign up for Game Pass for like a dollar or whatever, and then you know play whatever I need to, and then get out of it. He's like, how many times do they offer you the dollar thing? And I was like, too many. That's <laughs> <laughs> like generically too many. Oh yeah, it's. I all the time. I I've never paid. I think maybe once, once or twice I paid full dollar amount, and it was after the the dollar ended, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't finished with the game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not which, gonna... <laughs> is, which doesn't happen often for me because if I know I'm coming up on the deadline, I will end that game. Silly, silly stuff. Now on to the short things. Like my. That's what I was going to say. But I was like, oh. <laughs> we, we both immediately went, self-deprecation. <laughs> uh, over 265,000 people from more than 100 countries attended Gamescom 2022. That's a lot of people. Uh, Brace Yourself Games announced that it's launched a new publishing division, Brace Yourself Publishing. Very original. Brace Yourself Games has released titles such as Phantom Brigade, Crypt of the Necrodancer, and Cadence of Hyrule. Rhythm Games. Rhythm Games. Riot Games has announced that it's officially appointed Andre Van Roon as head of League Studios. He originally joined Riot in 2011. During his career, he's held positions such as Champion Designer, Core gameplay lead designer and game director for League of Legends. That's a good trajectory. That's pretty good. And like that's neat to see them stick someone in charge who has been around worked on the shit that he's in charge of. So weird <laughs> weird tactic. <laughs> oh man, bold, bold move constantly paid off. Uh, the Pokemon company is suing a half dozen Chinese companies over a mobile game it says is infringing on its copyrights. Standard Chinese operating procedure. Standard Chinese Pokemon copyright procedure. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's, both things are true. Uh, Data.ai reports that uh, League of Legends Wild Rift has amassed over $750 million in global player spending. And you guys thought Diablo Immortal was bad. <laughs> That, those forbidden fruit. Again, I think Diablo Immortal hit that, not the 750 number, but hit 100 million probably faster than Wild Rift did. Mm-hmm. I was still, yeah. that's still a lot. Yeah, uh, I think that's over 
two years it's been out? About that, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, forbidden fruit. Yeah, that is what it is. We've lost that battle. Um, management simulator Domina has been delisted from Steam after developer Dolphin Barn Dolphin Barn Interactive oof, used the platform to share a transphobic outburst via news posts on their Steam page. All right. Well, I wanted to say I liked your name, but now you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, um, Neff- How do you have Dolphin Barn as your name and share transphobic shit? I How? <clears throat> Based on what I read, I think... <clears throat> I'm not sure. It, it probably was genuine, but like I think uh, part of it was they were trying to be like... Edgy? Edgy and funny. Oh, God. Not the place to do it, you idiot. Also, don't do it if you're a company. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is speaking of pieces of shit... Netflix's Resident Evil series has been canceled a little over a month after its initial debut. That was uh, an interesting one to see. I was like, and it's out, and it's gone. Yep. Speaking of more pieces of shit, Halo Infinite remains a dumpster fire. Local co-op has been canceled. Cool, it's not a Halo game anymore. Whee! Online co-op, Forge, and other features have been delayed, but they have a release date now. November 8th. How? No one's going to fucking play it because they're going to be like, well, we're over this. How do you not launch with this shit? How? I don't know. I do not know. I'm it's, really. It's funny to see the end of Halo. Like this. You know what's really fascinating? Is it almost feels like and like I, I I'm fascinated by the ties of 343 Industries and Bungie. Because Destiny and Destiny 2 and Halo Infinite seem to have the same fucking problems with their inability to update the game and make changes with the game engine. Okay. Like, I don't know what it is. They like their design. I'm assuming their design philosophies are very, very similar. And if you looked at like the way that the engines are, or the games are created. Yeah. yeah. It's probably really, really similar. So I would agree with you to a point, but at this point, I would be looking at Bungie and going, well, at least for the most part, you guys shipped a quote complete game. Yeah. Whether there's balance issues or whatever else, mm-hmm. you actually shipped me the game. Yeah. 343 went, no. Yeah. You'll get features at a certain point. And by the way, if you look at their roadmap, there are things that are coming out in November that they have listed as beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this stuff, I think, is, is considered beta as like, well. What the fuck? It's... <clears throat> I would love... And we'll never get it, but I would love the documentary of how the hell this went to shit. I'm just... It's kind of bizarre. Isn't it bizarre how, like... How much, bad it is? How much money and like studios and stuff like that Microsoft has dumped into just all of their studios and stuff like that. They seem to be like leaving 343 Industries to just kind of like... Do it. Just... We don't want you anymore. Yeah. Just... They're like letting them like fucking dig their own graves essentially. It's... It... It is unbelievable to me that no one has... One that it was signed off on to launch in its state 
two that it got probably my guess is rebuilt from the ground up probably three times before we saw it the first time when everybody complained and they de- then they delayed it a year. Mm-hmm. But to be as bold as to come out a year later and say, here we go. It's Halo time, baby. Woo, let's go. Yeah. And then at the same breath go, uh, but we're not bothering with the Forge. There's no local co-op. There's no... yeah. There's, and we're now we're just dumping online co-op. It's like, what do, are you actually releasing? Because if they had if they had not released a campaign, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put it this way: when they released the Lone Wolf multiplayer stuff, and it was just that, it was like, hey, here's free Halo Infinite multiplayer. If they only do that, none of this is an issue. Yeah, people are like, oh man, are you guys gonna make a? Uh, single player game and they're just kind of like no we want to just keep a shooter alive but we're kind of stuck with not telling you the story anymore like we're yeah you know, we're done either either we're done or if if something strikes us and we come to a point where we do want to do it we want to make sure we do it right and then you have a live service team that is meant to just keep making maps and guns and everything for the actual multiplayer side of it and then you have another team that is fully set on making a correct and working single player plus co-op halo in the way that everybody has ever wanted it hired more people sure probably would have to but you can't as microsoft microsoft has so many studios now they could have just assigned a couple studios to it but you can't as microsoft have your baby getting dragged through the mud like an actual piece of shit that it currently is yeah i mean my pie in the sky, like what my hope is that Microsoft is planning is that they're going in a year from now when all of the shit is out for Halo that people have been waiting for, like Forge and co-op and all that nonsense. And it's had time to settle down and no one really gives a shit about Halo anymore. You'll just see like a, a suspiciously large amount of uh people going to other studios or retirements or oh, yeah, step like downs three four three becoming a skeleton crew. Yeah, I think essentially a lot of the management at three four three will probably be f- f- moved around or forced out or whatever, and new people will come in and then whatever. Because like it's that seems to be the management approach that Microsoft's going with basically. Where they're hands off, for the most part, but we're getting to the point now where like we've we've cycled through everyone's first game. All yeah, all your hands off stuff has hurt your has hurt you now in this specific instance. Yeah, so like the com- the the studios that have not handled the hands off approach will now get the hands on approach. Yeah, they'll get the leash put around their neck. It gets the hose again. Yeah, it gets the hose again exactly. Um, where was I? Ten Chambers Collective, the Tencent-owned Swedish indie studio behind GTFO, has revealed to be working on a cooperative heist-themed first-person shooter game for its next project. Interesting. Yep. Heists are fun. They are fun. When they are like when when they are complex enough, they are a, f- a fucking. They need to blast. be complex enough, but not too complex yeah yeah there's got to be stages 
And there's got to be enough leeway to where shenanigans can take place. Yeah. I don't want to have to get too far to the point where I'm having to tell everybody in my ear to shut the hell up while I'm cracking the safe. Yeah. Because I actually need to hear the pins move. <laughs> um, Hangar 13 confirmed that it is working on the next Mafia game, but it is in very early development. Which is a scary premise. Because it, for anybody that's not aware, the remasters and remakes of Mafia were shit. And the game that they were working on was canceled. And and Mafia 3, as much as I enjoyed the game, uh, had a lot of issues at launch. Yeah. Buggy. And had game bad gameplay because the AI was dumb, so you could literally just sit on a corner and they would all run at you. Uh, and what was the other? Oh, the other issue I had was there wasn't a diversity of side missions. Your side missions all became basically the same. Get this from here to here, and it's always on the other end of town. That's just all it was. Sadness. But I loved the story. I thought the story itself was actually really good, just that the gameplay was kind of lacking a little bit. Um, Sons of the Forest has been delayed again, this time from October to February 23rd. As sad as I am to hear that, because I'm looking forward to when Kenny and I can play that, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Because it's not in my... Give me it now. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, that's just how I am, I think. I think we're all now. numb to game delays now. So the only, time, the only time I am not numb to a game delay is with a game called WoW. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hogwarts Legacy's marketing train is picking up steam. Which is hysterical, given the fact that they delayed it. Yes. Uh, they released videos. They released five videos today. Uh, four being uh, tours of the house common rooms. I did see that. And then uh, the fifth being a trailer about dark art, dark arts and dark magic. It just seemed weird to me. It almost seemed like they were scheduled videos or scheduled tweets. Yeah. That somebody forgot to unschedule or delay for two months. Because the crazy thing is, is this the these are the like the most recent ones, but they've been releasing videos all along. So it's almost like I, f- what you're saying seems correct. Where they were like, "Here's our marketing schedule," and then that department never got the news that the game was delayed. Yeah, because the f- if they were still launching in October, which was the initial date, or sorry, fall window, whatever, I think it was going to be October. You're ramping to a point where you would be putting out content every week with new ads, new whatever. Oh, you get to be this, yada, yada. You wouldn't weirdly do a f- roughly five-month ad cycle now, mm-hmm. where which is what it's going to turn into, where you have everybody going into Christmas going, oh, man, the Harry Potter game, the Harry Potter game, only for all the parents to wander into stores and go, hey, the Harry Potter game. I'm like, oh, that's not out until next year. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, I I mean I guess maybe they're afraid of people forgetting about the game, but like you're gonna run out of shit to show people, right? But ramp right up after after Christmas, like go nuts. And they also announced that you can link your Wizarding World account with a, your WB Games account or something like that. Yeah. So in the game, when you do finally get to play the game, it sorts you into the right house, like you know your house or whatever. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't remember what I am. I feel like I'm Hufflepuff, but I'm a Slytherin. So it's either it was either that or Ravenclaw. I don't. Know. I'd have to ask Sam what I was. Probably Ravenclaw. I don't know if I like that. They're the they're the ones that are like, um, smart. Like they they're more analytical and how smart the, about how things. the hell am I in Ravenclaw? <laughs> Hufflepuffs are like the no one wants. Well, I don't want to say exactly that. exactly bad. It's no one wants me. <laughs> If you were in Hufflepuff, I'd be like, that doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, either I I just know it's not one of the main two. Uh, Nintendo is reportedly planning multiple GameCube remaster remakes for Nintendo Switch, and there's a rumor of a direct happening in September. Rocksmith Plus is launching on PC on September 6th with over 5,000 songs and more to come. Again, you want to talk about Ubisoft? No one remembers that that's coming. Nope. I I didn't know when it was coming, and to find out that it's literally showing up on Tuesday, and mm. from this record, it's sh- <laughs> the next time it's a Tuesday, that game is out. Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely curious to see what the reception is of that because when it was originally announced and they were showing stuff for, it, I'm like, this is actually a really cool idea. Yeah, it's it, I was all on board with it being. A, it seemed like a really cool idea. But uh, I think where people got turned off is it's. As you would expect, it's subscription-based. Right. And I don't know what the pricing is, so might have to look into that. Um, Paramount Consumer Products and Experiences has revealed in a in its September 2022 edition of Toy World Magazine that they plan to release a brand new AAA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game in 2023. I fucking forgot that bag again. Um, <laughs> she sent it to me as she's eating it. Matt forgot these again. <laughs> I'm surprised they're still there. It's her that, and she's probably passively, aggressively reminding, trying to remind me to ask you about a baseball game that she keeps bringing up. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, Ten forty seven games has ceased development on Splitgate in favor. Of building a new game from the ground up in Unreal Engine 5. The new game will be a shooter, have gates, and be free. I was um, a big fan of that. I, I like I respected their posts. Because mm-hmm. uh, I read through it and I was like, oh. Yeah. Splitgate's shutting, not shutting down. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys got bit. Oh, you're going for it. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. Let's go. It was a nice post. It was very, uh, very open. Basically, the gist is what. He said they're not the split gate is not shutting down. They're just no longer developing it. And they are they basically looked at their options and said, you know what? We're better off full send. Yeah, we're better off sending it, building a new game from the ground up in a new engine the way we want to do it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So and good Unre- for them. Unreal 5. Ooh. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure Unreal Engine 5 and they're like clear and. Uh, passion for first person shooters and capturing that off like original halo feel and it's, like it's so good it's i'm sure it'll be amazing so and free free they know what's up uh and finally amd has formally announced their ryzen 7000 cpus the takeaways uh the am platform is more expensive more power hungry and faster which makes sense and because Nate just wants to know my pre-order prices and when I can put one in my cart. I can tell you the prices if you want to know. Uh, no, because my 3D chip I don't think is out yet. 
Oh, you're going to have to wait a year. Nah, I might not do that. <laughs> I mean, you could, you got two options. You can do the 5,800 yeah, with a 3D cache, which I think in your situation, it's the smarter choice because apparently it's like the fucking bee's knees for games like WoW. Like, like, like legitimately like 20 to 30 frames higher than, you know, a 5,900X or whatever. Yeah. And it's cheap. But, um, yeah, they didn't change the price points. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm just waiting on the 40 series anyway for... Yeah. They didn't change the price points. And the reason the platform's more expensive, new motherboards, new socket, yeah. DDR5. Everything new. PCI e Express, or PCI E5. Oh, 5? Yeah, they're in Gen oh, 5. PCI 5, yeah, yeah. So, the whole kit and caboodle. And their, their clock speeds are like... Their boost speed on um, the 12 core, 12, 12 core chip? No, not 12 core chip. The 12, yeah, 12 core chip. The 7900, 5.7. Yeah, they're, okay. they're fucking, they're, they're flying. They go so, they go so fast. CPU go burr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do, uh, they have the 7950 with 16 cores. Um, that has a boost speed of 5.6, which is kind of nuts in itself. 16 cores. And yeah. I think it has like um, an all-core boost of of uh, like f- f- low fives. All-core, which is insane. But the TDP is like 170 watts. <laughs> So one might call that unnecessary. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for. All right, I mean, it's been seven days. Which I'm up to. Not a whole lot. Good started. Talk. Good talk. I started that the post World War II Japan book. It's been miserable. Um, that's I don't think true. I, I mean, post World War II Japan for a while is pretty miserable. Yeah, it was. It's pr- pretty bad. I though, based on what you were saying, really miserable. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's terrible because a lot of it's like them reading firsthand accounts, so like letters right. sent to newspapers and like you know diaries, Prim- primary and sources, primary sources, and it's it's pretty. I don't think I listened to too much this week. I think I took a break because it was just a lot. There is a certain point where you need to take a break from depressing material. <laughs> yeah, um, watched the first episode of Lord of the Rings, so that's actually bizarrely intriguing. So I have to check that out. You gotta relax, man. Yeah, you can't have these wild takes out here. And um, that's really it. Uh, haven't been anything too exciting. Just doing the normal life thing, you know, trying to trying to make it day to day. Hey, that's all we can ever do. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, a little thing called World of Warcraft. Someone's gotta, you know. Do things for the horde, I guess. Woo for the horde, yeah, go team. <laughs> um, that's that's me at BlizzCon. <laughs> go team for the horde. Woo. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, every time the transfer window is over for Premier League clubs, though. So Kenny and I found a save file today that is updated. Oh no. And it has begun. Oh, no. Because uh, we're waiting for... Obviously, the new game doesn't come out usually until late October. So, we're uh, 
we've started again with a new save. We'll see how far we actually get. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Otherwise, it's just it's just mostly been wow. A lot of uh, All talent, my stuff. A lot of talent tree balances. It looks like there's been a lot of stuff changing because they've moved into beta now. They're yeah, out of so alpha. They're... We're into beta. Yeah. So there's a bunch, a bunch of stuff moving around. Druid trees got changed again today, but the uh, I don't know if that's for this coming week. If I don't, I saw that. I have a habit now where um, I've added into my my podcast rotation. I go to Wowhead and look at all the news for a while. Just because, like, you know, I started, I got a trend now where, like, we usually have at least, we usually have a news article in there about WoW. Ah, okay. So, I'm like, just now I just look and I'm like, what's going on here? And it's like all these talent tree changes and stuff. And Yeah, I think a lot of the changes that they announced, like, yesterday or whatever, I don't know if they were putting them in this weekend or if they're mm-hmm. waiting until reset next week to actually put them in. Um, uh, but I'd be curious to play around again and see, like, what they changed for my healing druid uh but is, yeah. is there a general vibe with the community as far as the what they've seen so far like it's people uh swinging one way or the other or they're just kind of like stuff has released really well mm-hmm. other stuff has released kind of questionably mm-hmm. but then they've been pretty good so far about making iteration changes and changing everything and it's been like okay all right all right mm-hmm. okay uh priest and druid were the some of the first two and some of the longest ones to get their updates because the rumor was that the person that was working on those ones took a break mm-hmm. or like took time off or yeah. left the company or whatever. So as all the other ones were coming out, everybody's like, when are we getting the updates for the other ones? And that was the rumor. I don't know if it was ever true or anything, but yeah, that's, that was them getting updates this week was mm-hmm. the whole thing. So, yeah. So we'll see. It's, Again, so far that's moving forward at a at a good pace, and your we'll uh, your thoughts on release still hold true as far as release timing. What did I say? I don't remember. To be November, honest. I think. I think I want to say November, but I'm not hundred percent sure if that was correct. That's well. That's what the leak was. I also think that's probably the case. The only other time I can see them doing it is like mid December, but I don't know if that's. I, I don't know when they're going to do it and then it, what they're going to do with the raid. That was the, the I remember and, that being the thing was like the timing with the raid. Yeah, because it's tradition of like a month after the game launches, the raid shows up. But then you're. But then it's holiday thing and it, it gets into a whole argument that I don't even want to deal with. Because yeah. I, again, yeah. I went on that rant that one time of just yeah. dealing with people and it's like, nah, I'm not. Just see whatever happens. Whatever happens, happens. It doesn't affect me, so. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. I'm good. Alrighty. Then we will see you all in seven days. Have a fun holiday weekend. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.